welcome to Leap Into Your Story podcast, where you discover your inner story, break down the process, and meet others who've done it so you can leap into your own story. We interview amazing guests who provide powerful insights that inspire you to get your story told. Be sure to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com, and while you're there, subscribe and like us via your favorite social media network. Now sit back, get ready to take some notes, and let's get started. This episode of Leap Into Your Story podcast is brought to you by Leap Into Your Story course. Visit leapintoyourstory.com where you have a guide to get your story told. I'll start off with introducing myself, Victoria Anderson, host of Leap Into Your Leap Into Your Story podcast, and it's where you discover your inner story, work through your processes, and meet others who've done it already. So we interview great guests who provide wonderful insights and inspire you to get your story told. So be sure to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com, and while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. So now sit back, get a notepad, two pens, and let's get started. So this episode, we're going to find out how to create your story, get more readers, followers, and fans through podcasting. So my guest today is Adam Homie, speaker, author, consultant, trainer, and podcaster with nearly 20 years experience helping business creators. So you might be wondering, what does podcasting have to do with fiction writing? We're about ready to get that question answered. But first, I'm going to hand it over to Adam so he can tell you a little bit about himself. Well, welcome, everybody. And thank you, Victoria, so much. I really enjoy sharing some of these stories with folks. And I find that the fiction niche in particularly is a very interesting place to discuss podcasting. Here's something that we often don't discuss, but it's a very real thing, is writer's block. Now, you, from my understanding, and I myself, I'm working on my first fiction novel in addition to my next nonfiction business book. One of the challenges I have is creating my story, to use your phrase, to leap into the story. Mm-hmm. A lot of times what I write for my fiction novel tends to read sort of like a Wikipedia article when I put it down the first time. Mm-hmm. It's that matter of creating the narrative, the creating the campfire story, so to say. Right. And when do we do our best work in creating those types of stories that are narratives that are conversational? It's when we're narrating and having conversations. This is why if you're a fiction author and you want to accelerate your progress writing your book and getting into your story and creating those gripping narratives that keep the reader hooked, podcasting is a great avenue for two reasons. The first reason is it allows you to build a tribe around your story and engage with your audience. The second reason, and I've seen this happen so many times successfully is you can actually create your book as a podcast and then have it transcribed and published 
when you launch a podcast, it doesn't necessarily have to be something you do every single week. It doesn't even have to be something you commit to doing forever. I've seen a lot of great podcasts that were only on the air for one season, so to speak, say 10 or 15 episodes. The purpose of them was to get out a story. Sometimes it was a person speaking into the microphone extemporaneously. Sometimes they had a conversation partner, and that may be a way to go about it. If having a conversation partner and reacting to feedback from the audience helps you get your story out faster and in a more engaging way, that's a great way to do it. And I've seen in some fiction communities that folks will actually post their books in discussion forums one chapter at a time, and then grow the story based on feedback from other readers. A podcast allows you the same opportunity. I've seen that done um, just recently. So that's a great idea. Right. No doubt. Well, um, let's talk about then, um, you know, how difficult is it to be a podcaster? I know it could be a lot of work and, yeah, and you say no. You disagree with that. Candidly, there are some moving parts to it. I would say that one of the biggest mistakes that folks make when they decide to launch a podcast is to say, oh, I can get this done this afternoon. I'll just open an account on Podbean, upload an episode, and voila, I have a podcast. Few steps get missed in that process. One of the steps is understanding what we like to call the three avatars, the avatar of yourself the avatar of your listener, and the avatar of your guest. In order to have a podcast that is most likely to succeed, first of all, you have to really understand yourself and what brilliantly and passionately motivates yourself to do the podcast to begin with. Then understanding the audience, how are you going to reach your audience in alignment with their truth and their expectations? And once you put those two things together, if you're doing an inter view style format or a conversation style format who do you connect with and who do you bring on the show that's going to create the atmosphere the conversation you're looking for and the message you're looking for that's going to draw in even more fans and followers the other thing that is often missed is being intentional with creating your title tagline and description for people to understand that this podcast is for them we're speaking to the listener now, that this is something that they want to tune into. Being clear on how you name the podcast, how you create the little tagline for it so that people understand, hey, this is for me, in the description so they know what to look forward to. You take the avatars and the title tagline description and put that together. And once you have that nailed down, a lot of the subsequent work you'll do flows from that. As I said, that's one of the biggest mistakes that podcasters make is just saying, oh, I'll record some files and throw them up there. Okay. Notice the metaphor, mm-hmm. throw them up there. Okay. When you hear throwing up, you think of, well, <laughs> expulsion, vomiting. <laughs> and oftentimes, if you go into podcasting without a plan, you it, that's basically what the result is going to be, just telling you candidly. So when you begin intentionally, and you lay that foundation, the recipe becomes a lot simpler because you have your brilliance and you have your passion in alignment. And you know what difference you're going to make for your community market and audience. As far as the logistical stuff, we have a process in our podcast reach system that we call the pre-editing process and mindset. 
if you're concerned that you're going to be spending hours and hours and hours recording every episode, we have a process that you can use to reduce, if not eliminate, the need for editing simply by being intentional in how you structure and record your episodes. Furthermore, we believe in the use of simple technology. If you have a website that's configured a certain way, that's programmed to automatically syndicate your content, if you have a formula you use for posting each episode so that it's basically a fill-in-the-blanks exercise, those things put together, laying the foundation, managing your process up front, and templatizing using technology, those three things will make launching and hosting a podcast a lot easier, particularly for the fiction writer who may have other things going on in their life, and this may, at this point, candidly, still be an avocation rather than a vocation. Right, right. So, well, that leads me to the next question is, um, you know, for fiction writers, especially when you're started starting to get out, there's a lot of competition. Um, and, you know, it's a long road, and whether they do it full-time or part-time, you know, how can a hosting a podcast get you there faster? We urge folks to launch a podcast for three reasons. For networking, for client attraction, and for celebrity branding. Now, there are many definitions of the word celebrity. I define it as being access, opportunity, and positioning. The fact that you have taken the time to invest in creating your own media outlet by creating a podcast in and of itself raises your cachet. I found many years ago when I first launched my business creators radio show, even though podcasting wasn't exactly new at that time, and a lot of folks were at that point just really starting to dive into podcasting, although it had been around for about a decade previously, partially under a different name. Just the fact that I had one, had people swarming about me wanting to get on the show. Mm. Even to this day, believe it or not, people get starstruck because I have a podcast. (laughs) It's funny how that works. And I know that some of our clients in our VIP reach system for our podcast launch program have discovered this same phenomenon where conversations that they may not have otherwise been able to have become possible because they have a podcast that person they're trying to reach that influencer that celebrity in their niche that they would love to have a conversation with who otherwise may dismiss them Mm. may be willing to give them a chance simply because they have a podcast and they're going to give that person and this is the key point folks platform Mm. reach works both ways when you want to connect with somebody when you have a conversation with somebody network with somebody if you're approaching it with Hey, uh, do you have five minutes so we can hop on the phone? All right. We all know that that means you want to get them on the phone so you can tell them what you're doing and hope they volunteer themselves as your next client. <laughs> uh, or if you're, if you're looking to get a fiction work published uh, to become their publisher, to become their free editor, take your pick. Also, also, if you're approaching them with things like, hey, is there any chance we could meet for coffee? Well, uh, in this day and age, depending on where you live and depending on what day of the week it is, that may or may not even be available to you. And even if it is, I believe that that actually costs time and money that you're going to never get back. 
I have a mathematical formula. Can I share this with your listeners? Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe that meet, I believe that meeting somebody for coffee to discuss something costs you a lot of money and specifically at least $1,500. Let's say for the sake of argument that the value of your time, the actual value of your time is $500 an hour. Just getting ready to leave your place to go to the coffee shop and then what you need to do once you get back to your place, your home office or home office to ramp back up into whatever you're working on, you're going to lose an hour right there. And this is backed by science. A university study was conducted that showed that on average, it can take up to 23 minutes and 15 seconds to recover from even the most simple interruption. So imagine you have to leave to meet somebody for coffee. Well, you got to start shutting down. You got to start ending phone calls. You got to save as. Uh, If you're at a place on a project, at a place maybe working on your book, and you're just about to really, to use your phrase, leap into the story, you can't because you only have 10 minutes. So now you're losing time. And then what happens once you get back in? Well, you got to pour yourself another glass of what you're having. Uh, Your cat probably wants your attention. Your dog needs walked. Uh, Then you log on to your computer and then you go down the rabbit holes of email, social media, you name it. So then there's another 23 minutes and 15 seconds. So let's just round that up to an hour before and after. Now the commute to and from the coffee shop you hope is round trip 15 minutes. And that's if the place is nearby, it has convenient parking, and you don't run into more road construction and it just generally speaking goes smoothly which it rarely does especially when you're on a time budget and then once you're in that coffee shop you're lucky if you're only there 90 minutes 20 minutes alone which will just be chewed up by standing in line and oh did you find a place okay did you get a good parking place how are you today how's the weather And so then meanwhile, for the rest of the time, you're sitting at this rickety table. And you know what I'm talking about. All those yep. tables are rickety. They you know, wobble. A lot of ch- <laughs> chatter around you. Uh, particularly in this era, you may be physically uncomfortable due to certain things that they make you do inside the establishment to the mm-hmm. point where you wonder why you didn't just stay at home. And that leads to my point. Probably should have just stayed at home and had the conversation online, candidly. So let's finish up the mathematical equation. An hour before and after you even leave and come back, 30 minutes round trip, and that's being hopeful. 90 minutes there, that's being hopeful. That adds up to three hours. Multiply that by 500, you have $1,500 gone. Meanwhile, you can brew a cup of coffee for about a dollar and three cents. I saw a statistic on that. The actual pot of coffee, if you brew an entire pot, it's going to cost you about a dollar and three cents. And you're going to wait about as long to get that pot of coffee brewed at home as you are standing in line waiting for them to call your name and pronounce it incorrectly on purpose. So you're having this conversation at this rickety table in this loud place and you and the other person are the only ones that hear it. Now imagine you're having that conversation through a channel that allows you to each mutually share with each other's audiences and give each other platform. So to finish up my point, if you're asking somebody, please, do you have a minute of your time so I can pick your brain? Well, there's no brain picking here. You're not sticking instruments into my noggin. And uh, as far as meeting for coffee, I don't even like coffee. I'm an iced tea guy, but all the same, I can, if I like coffee, I do have a coffee brewer, actually. I can make it right here at home. So when you approach folks with a phrase like, 
hey, I really love what you're doing, or hey, I, I love that post you made the other day. Uh, I have a podcast, and I think my listeners would be really interested in this. When can we have you on? If you can make an approach something like that, now you're leading the conversation by putting something on the table. You're much more likely to get the yes. Being the host of your show, let me ask you, have you had these opportunities so far where just the fact that you are the host of a show has potentially opened doors for you that otherwise you may not have even gotten a response? Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Isn't that funny how that works? Yes. (laughs) Yes. It it works very well. So when when you... Yeah, for listeners who may still be getting used to the idea of thinking about launching and hosting a podcast, maybe you're an entrepreneur. And think about when you first started telling people that you started a business. And what was one of the first questions that they asked you? Are you hiring? Mm -hmm. It's not dissimilar when you have a podcast. Hey, I have a podcast. Okay, can you interview me? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and there's um, plenty, plenty excitement. Um, actually, I think it got more excitement than me launching my, my first book. Yeah. <laughs> so when I launched my first book, Touched, um, I mean, it got a little bit of buzz. But boy, when I put, you know, there's a podcast coming to a platform near you, that was a lot, lot of excitement. So. Yeah, you saw how it started to light up the yes. interwebs and it started to light up the conversations. I remember a few years ago when I committed to creating my book. It's a, actually a nonfiction business book called Groundhog Day is an Event, Not a Business Strategy. At that point, I knew I wanted to write a book. I didn't know for sure what it was going to be about. So this is another tip. If you can give me, allow me to give another tip to your listeners. Absolutely. Continue. I love I, it. <laughs> I have found for myself that in order to create the content for the Groundhog book, I made a commitment to myself that I put up a very simple blog and for 90 days, I committed each day to post about something, whether it was something, some innovation in business, my comments on some article I read, something that excited me, something I was celebrating, something that grinded my gears, whatever it was, no editorial calendar, no fine-tuned specific avatar, just go with the audience that I was already attracting and use that as a platform to grow my audience further. So I put up the blog, I created a social media property to pair with it so that I could build a tribe around it. And that is essentially how I created my reader base for Groundhog Day as an event, not a business strategy. This was several years ago. If I, if I were doing this again in 2021, what I would also do is I would start a podcast. And again, it could be a generalist type podcast within the niche of whatever it is I want my book to be about. And I could actually begin having these conversations about these topics with other people. Have select parts of the episodes transcribed. And the best part is, is you know how when you read a book of like a nonfiction book and you see that the author will occasionally quote so-and-so? Do you know you can still quote so-and-so if you had a conversation with them directly? You don't have to read their book and find something they said. If they said it on your podcast, you are quoting them. So it puts all that together. If you're creating a fiction story to leap into your story, having the podcast modality and the ability to maybe have a conversation partner or maybe even invite listeners to chime in with their thoughts about whatever section of the story you told that day. And what's also really cool about it 
is let's say that you're using a podcast to narrate out your story so you can have it translated and edited in your book. You don't necessarily have to tell the story in exact order. Recall earlier, I mentioned that one of the formulas I see used for creating works of fiction is that folks will go into discussion forums within whatever communities they're looking to appeal to and post their book one chapter at a time. I've also ended up getting hooked into some of these stories. And when they were done, seeing that the book was then subsequently published on Amazon. When I went to read the book on Amazon, I found it was often a significantly different book because they took the feedback and their own thoughts about it and made it a much better story. I also have seen cases where the author was writing two serials of fiction, S-E-R-I-A-L, two serial fiction stories on the same forum under two different threads. And then when the book came out, it actually merged the two. If you follow some of these these fantasy or fiction storytelling boards and you notice how eventually the same author writes several different stories and there comes a point where the characters from one story eventually run into the characters from the other story that's Mm -hmm. done intentionally because the idea is to wrap it all into one larger book so you can use the podcast modality to create these stories you can also do seasons of your podcast so let's say you have john's story and then you have lisa's story and then you have aisha's story and then you have abdul's story and then you have joaquin's story you can write those five and put them together you can do five different series or you can bounce back and forth check in with each one on each episode and then ultimately wrap it together into your book so the cool thing is is even though you're putting out the story as you're creating it people will still buy your book if they're hooked into the story because they want to read it again. And they're at this point so invested in the story, they want to see what you did with it. Exactly. Exactly. Why well, so tell my, you? Yeah, my point out is don't get scared by the idea that, oh, why well, narrate my story on my podcast? Why would people buy my book? Actually, that's more reason that they would buy your book. Yes. Yes. Well, I I Everything you've said, um, as an author, I can tell you, um, is absolutely right on the money. Uh, my, I took the feedback from my first book, and you'll see all those feedbacks implemented in the second book, which is Trial by Fire, yep. and the third book. So each time you take the feedback, and so all the feedback from the last mm, six years it's all been implemented into the yeah. third book, which is Mastering the Paradox. So, wow. um, and definitely they like to get into multiple ones so you can cross-reference. Um, they're afraid they're going to miss something, you know, the yeah. FOMO, fear of missing out. So they have mm-hmm. to find out and they'll go back to the other stories and there's stories all connected to all three of them. And you'll see certain themes too. So most definitely most definitely that is right on the money so and thank you for sharing that that's very very useful and insightful for listeners who are right you know wondering about that I, I that's part of one of the reasons why I got into podcasting is basically I want to help other people you know get there faster um you know the shorten the learning curve so they can dive into the story and you know, make the most impact with it. 
you know, in, in right. the biggest reach. Right. So, speaking of speaking of reach, mm-hmm. another reason for a fiction author to host a podcast is you get to have conversations with other authors. You get to have conversations yeah. with people who may be interested in your story. And this is how you generate not only a network, but also more buzz about your book over time. Yeah. People are more likely to share about people they know. You could have a hundred folks who wrote a book with a similar story as you'll find in the book touched. Mm-hmm. However, you're the person I know who actually wrote that story. Yes. It's my story. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you get my point. All about me. Yes. <laughs> well, so uh, let's talk about, um, I think you've already discussed, you know, about uh, building a platform and becoming, yep. you know, building your audience and your authority by being not only having, but um, maybe being a guest on somebody yeah. else's as right. well. So, and let me share something else, if, if mm-hmm. I may. Sure. Most, most cars that have been built within the past five years, one way or another, have functionality that allow people to stream podcasts while they drive. Mm. In addition, we have found, at least through my podcast and through some other podcasters I've spoken with who have actually taken the time to check in with their audience's behavior, folks will often stream podcasts in the background while they're doing something else. Mm-hmm. So just the fact that you have that audio or video version of whatever it is you're creating will allow your audience to bind itself to you as the author and your story if they can consume it in bits and pieces at their leisure. Mm-hmm. Think of the, yeah. this way. Why are audiobooks so popular? And that, that's been an explosion industry, yeah. an explosion. So everybody's listening mm-hmm. to something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. So, well, let's, let's talk about maybe for the beginners, you know, they don't have a website or maybe they don't have a whole big bunch of following or everybody talks about, you know, you got to have a list. Um, what if they're starting out? What should they do the podcast first? Um, or should they wait until they're more established? I urge you to start now. Here's the reason why. As I said earlier, celebrity is access, opportunity, and positioning. Mm-hmm. The fact that you have your own media outlet in and of itself is going to create attention. When you host great episodes and you have great conversations that the folks you interview are going to be excited to share with the world, they will. You start interviewing in volume, next thing you know, 20 people are talking about your podcast, which means now they're talking about you. That's how you get your listeners and your downloads and all your other statistics to go up over time. And that's another thing. Some folks will also be hesitant to get into podcasting because they say, what about listeners? What about downloads? Who's going to tune into this thing? And who's going to want to be on my show if I only have five people tuning in? Why well, are you kidding me? <laughs> the, fact it, the fact is, and I've discovered this, I've interviewed some people you would think of as celebrities on the Business Creators Radio Show. Just one of them, and this is one of my favorite episodes of all time, is when I had my conversation with 
Larry Wingett, the uh, the Pitbull personal developments. He was not only one of the easiest guests I ever booked in terms of getting him on the show in the first place, and I had a brand new show at the time. He was also one of the most fun to interview. And just that initial conversation with him, the first time I ever spoke with him was when I interviewed him on the Business Creators Radio Show. He and I have become really good friends over the years. I've been to some of his events. We chat on social media. And it all started because... One day, my assistant came to me and asked me if I would ever consider having Larry Winget on the Business Creators Radio Show. Lo and behold, she was friends with his agent. Wow. And put it together for me in about an hour. But that was my shortcut. Your shortcut is simply the fact that you have a podcast. Now, if I had made that attempted that same approach where I didn't have a podcast, I didn't have something to offer, and I went to my assistant, I said, Hey, I, I know you, that you know this person who works with Larry Winget. Uh, can you get me on this schedule? Chances are that might have been less likely to happen. I can't speak. I, I mean, I, I know Larry somewhat. I can't speak for how he would actually react to that situation. But I do know how others might react to it and say, why am I giving this person 15 minutes? What, what, what? So they can pitch me? So they can pick my brain? I, I get paid for that. Now, I'm not saying that those would be his words, but I just know other people at that level might think that. However, you approach him and say, so-and-so wants to interview you, the response, 95 out of 100 times is, sure, where do I show up? Exactly. And the funny thing is, is the bigger a celebrity is, the more they understand the value of celebrity, which is access, opportunity, and positioning. They're going to put themselves in as many places as possible. So they will happily, in most cases, come to your brand new show and grace it with their presence and wow your nascent listeners. And then you get to go to your tribe of people who are starting to attract around your show and say, wow, hey, look who we interviewed. (laughs) And now word starts to get around and your name starts to be seen in marketing materials next to some of these big names. And this is how we create the celebrity. Yes. So the short answer is start now. Start now. I think that's great advice. So, well, that brings me to, well, I don't know if you might, you might've already answered this question, but. Try me. All righty, but. I'll answer it again. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Well, here's in the context of specifically for fiction writing. You're, uh, so if you have one sentence you know, why should you launch a podcast? What would you say to the fiction writers? The one key sentence. Faster you want to get your book done and sell copies, the faster you want to get your podcast started. And then I would say, go back and listen to this episode. Subscribe to Leap Into Your Story podcasts. Listen to this one again and go through some of the reasons I gave for how and why a podcast will help you leap into your story to use your phrase create your story faster get your content done faster and build an audience of upcoming buyers for your book even while you're writing it one more point i want to make if you'll allow me and i know i'm going beyond one sentence here is when folks themselves feel invested in the story that you're creating they are more likely to buy the book even if they were following the story while you were creating it Sometimes because they're so wrapped up in the story that they just want to keep reading it again and again and again. Sometimes it's just their way of saying, thank you for the story. I'm going to support you by buying your book. 
But the thing, the thing is, being all secretive and hush hush is all. I'm going to tell a magical story about a wizard who reached into the water with four fingers and created a ripple. Oh, I bet you can't wait to hear what that's about. Okay, that that's interesting. Get back to me when you have something. But if you have me into the story and you already have me invested in the characters, particularly, and I see this done sometimes in these in these writing forums where they either create three-fourths of the story and then pull it or they pull it off the forum after they get to the point where they're getting ready to get the book published because sometimes with their publisher deals they're required to delete it from anywhere else they posted online or they just get to the point of hey i'm selling it now so i don't really want it online anymore either way you've gotten people wrapped into the story they sat there for hours they bookmarked that thread in that forum and they checked in on it every day just to see if you posted more m-o-a-r more they want the story they want to leap into the story with you so use the podcasting modality launch and host a podcast use it to create your story and create your following and your true believers and you will succeed much faster as a fiction author great wonderful all right well i think i have got all my questions for you so um where can listeners find out more about you i would encourage everybody to come to my group it's called everything podcasting if you go to www.everythingpodcasting.group Join that community, and this is for folks who are established podcast hosts. This is for people who are experienced as podcast guests, and it's also folks who are curious or interested in discovering what it means to be a host or a guest. It brings all of those different elements together. We have a vibrant community. We have a lot of great things going on. So again, www.everythingpodcasting.group. Get in that group, and I will look forward to having a conversation with you there. If you want to speak with me directly, I'll give you one more thing. If you want to have a conversation with me, no obligation. Just share with me what it is that has you interested in launching and hosting a podcast and any questions you may have. Go to www.reachoutcall.com. That's www.reachoutcall.com. The first one's free. Just go there, sign up, and book yourself in. Awesome. Well, I certainly want to thank you for being my awesome guest today. You provided a lot of great information that's going to be very, very helpful for whether it be be a newbie, who knows, maybe a season one. You could always learn something uh, no matter what. So I do want to thank you for being my guest today. And thank you all for tuning in to Leap Into Your Story show. And this is where you discover your inner story, work through your process, and meet others who've done it. So you can be guided into your own journey to write your story. So to remember, visit us at leapintoyourstory.com and enjoy enjoy even more great episodes. Um, And again, while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time here on Leap Into Your Story podcast show. Thank you for tuning into the Leap Into Your Story podcast. 
where you discover your inner story, break down the process, and meet others who've done it so you can leap into your own story. Remember to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're there, subscribe and like to us via your favorite social media network. We're looking forward to seeing you next time on the Leap Into Your Story.